Welcome to Piano Rhapsody, an amateur's guide to classical piano. This is a podcast where you follow the musical journey of an amateur piano player who is striving to play advanced level works one day, specifically Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue, which is where this podcast gets its name. Every week, we break down one of the pieces that I encounter along the road to this goal, ranging from the 18th century all the way up to modern day. We'll explore the history surrounding the work, examine the music within, and hopefully we all walk away a little more informed and appreciative of classical music. This is episode 18.2, the second episode in a series where we are sampling selections from Felix Mendelssohn's collection of 48 Songs Without Words. These songs were popular in the 1800s with at-home amateur piano players, and they still remain popular today. In fact, German musicologist Carl Schumann once described Mendelssohn's Songs Without Words as not simply pillars of the piano repertoire, but that they were as widespread in Germany as the Grimm Brothers' fairy tales. Last week, we heard the opening number of the Songs Without Words, which is not only one of the most well-known pieces, but also one of the more beautiful ones. This week, we're going to focus our attention on another selection from Opus 19, a work that is still beautiful, but a bit darker in tone. So if we're going to apply the grim fairy tale analogy, last week was Little Red Riding Hood, and today's selection has more big bad wolf energy. Let's go ahead and jump straight into the music today. Before the songs without words were sold as one complete collection of 48, they were originally published incrementally in eight volumes of six songs each. Last week's piece was the first selection from the first volume, Mendelssohn's Opus 19, published in 1829. This week, we're going to continue right along that work and explore the second song from volume one, Adante Espressivo in A minor. A minor, the key of tender piety. Womanly, graceful in character, capable of soothing. This song shares a similar loose form to the previous song, a basic ternary form of ABA. The A section of the song leads with the main theme. It's a falling melody in a minor key, making it sound a bit sad and reflective. This melody is accompanied by a contrasting left hand that is constantly jumping up. Combine these two parts together and we get the main material that makes up the backbone of this song.
After this theme repeats twice, with a variation the second time around, we approach the B section, which is a very short section of contrasting material. We have the right hand with a slow, rising line centered along the dominant note of E, a bass line, and a middle voice that keeps everything tied together. The B section plays around in the dominant, but it soon reverts back to A minor with the return of the A section theme. The return of the A section is similar to the beginning, but it offers some slight variation, including bending the melody line down to the bass clef, which is where this piece starts to make a darker turn to close things out. During the closing section, the bass voice moves to an even lower register, while glimmers of the A section melody are played out by the right hand. The bass really takes over this part though, creating an unsettling sense of foreboding. So while the piece started out quite beautiful, it ends up with a somber feeling of four monotone A's across three octaves. This is the second song from Opus 19 of Mendelssohn's Song Without Words, Adante Espressivo in A minor.
Well, I think we have time to squeeze in one more song today. This one doesn't have much in common with the previous song we just heard, but it is a second song in one of the volumes as well. So there's a weak segue for you. This next song we're going to discuss is from the final book of the Songs Without Words, book number 8, or opus 102. The songs in this volume were written in some of the last years of Mendelssohn's life, spanning 1842 to 1845. And this volume actually wasn't even published until after Mendelssohn died. Song number two is titled Adagio, and it's written in D major. D major, the key of triumphant war cries. Screaming hallelujahs, rejoicing and conquering obstacles, war marches, holiday songs, invitations to join the winning team. Now, this song isn't quite as triumphant as the key makes it sound, but it is thick with a lot of voicing. So even though we may have multiple middle voices in this piece, here is the melody that we're going to try to pick out and accentuate. And here is that simple melody line with all of the other voices added to it hereby making up the main theme of the song. This sweet theme continues on until it takes a turn to the dark side and spends some time in a minor key. But the song quickly reverts back to the key of D major, and we hear a reiteration of the main theme. Which leads right back to another minor shift. The theme returns one final time, and then the closing material comes in. We hear an echo effect, which starts in the alto voice, and is mirrored in the soprano voice. So when these voices are combined, it sounds like this.
And then the piece fades away with a series of triads in the home key of D major. This is the second song from the eighth volume of Mendelssohn's Songs Without Words, also known as Opus 102, Number 2, Adagio in D Major. Three down, 45 to go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're not going to get to all 48 throughout this series. But we will hear one or two more next week. I'll talk to you then. You can find the standalone recordings of the pieces we discussed today directly in the podcast feed. Check out Piano Rhapsody on SoundCloud for all of the tracks heard on this podcast and more. You can find me on Twitter at Piano Rhapsody or email me at pianorhapsodypodcast at gmail.com. If you haven't already, the best way to support the podcast is to hit the subscribe button on your podcatcher and consider rating or reviewing. It's the easiest way to never miss a new episode, and it also helps the podcast gain more visibility. Thanks as always for your time and your ears. And remember, the piano keys are black and white, but they sound like a million colors in your mind.